Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the Backpacking Podcast with myself and my cohort in crime, Mr. Jeremiah Stringer. How are you doing today, Jeremiah? Yo, kids. I stole that from Goat. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. What's going on, man? What are you up to today? Well, I'm just figuring out that we started early tonight. So I'm running behind, but I hope that's okay with everyone. I'm here for the party. That's right. You may not be here for a long time, but you're here for a good time, right? That's right. <laughs> Speaking of a good time, we got a great guest on tonight, man. We got a we got a guy who uh, quietly is is one of the most popular guys on YouTube, and I say I like quietly him. because he is he's probably one of those guys that you just if you just talk to him, you wouldn't think this guy would be all braggadocious about himself. But the truth is, he's got quite a few followers online, and uh, he's uh, he's kind of the uh, backyard bushcrafter. He's uh he's a guy who uh he keeps the shills in line if that's possible. <laughs> he also um, uh he also founded his own company. He founded his own company, yep. <laughs> and and he's about to run a 100-mile race. Yeah, that means he's insane. That means he's half out of his mind. So, we want to welcome to the show for the first time ever, the one, the only Bryce Newbold. How's it going, Bryce? How's it going, guys? Doing pretty good. Nice, man. Glad to have you on the show. Yeah, good to be here. Been uh been watching you guys for a long time now, so I'm really uh excited to be here. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I gotta be honest with you. Jeremiah was just like, we have to get Bryce on the show. We have to get Bryce on the show. <laughs> I think I think secretly he is a fanboy of, of yours. He told me you're the fanboy. I, I think it's I think it's totally <laughs> Jeremiah. I think Did it's I totally Jeremiah is a fanboy. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody's a fanboy. Did I say that John's a fanboy? Yeah, I think he did. I can read you the text if you want. <laughs> I believe so I, you. Uh, I see how this is, Jeremiah. I see how this is. So, want, you see, so you're bringing out my man crush on Bryce in, in <laughs> the whole world to hear, huh? He's a handsome guy, man. Look at that beard. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys can yeah, respect this. Oh, we, oh we're 100%. Now, you're, I think, the first guest we've had on here since, uh, I guess, Tim Watson, who actually had a beard. <laughs> yeah. Dude, my beard used to be about as long as Jeremiah's too, about uh, three or four years ago. No oh, way! Man. You need to bring oh, that yeah. back. You gotta oh, bring yeah, that it back. was it was de- it was down here for sure. Is That's that where nice. you when whenever you were growing your beard out like that? Is that whenever you were attaining your bushcraft skills? Because I saw <laughs> your last video. <laughs> yeah, a lot a lot of wisdom comes within the beard, but yeah, the, the bushcraft backpackers in the house. Uh, i've been known to i've been known to whittle a stick in my day (laughs) build a bench out of some logs i've seen it uh yeah i can build a chair i'm not i haven't worked up to the bed yet but we're we're getting there there you go john said uh he was just mentioning that you're about to run a hundred mile race is that true and can you tell us a little bit about that yeah so uh um it's it's been in the works for about a year now the whole last year i've uh I pretty much known I was going to do it. Uh, the race is actually this weekend, except I will not be running it, sadly, to uh, 
oh, sadly no. to say. But uh, so it was uh, the Mohican 100. And um, it's normally in like June and July or June or July, one of the two. And uh, they they had a lot of problems getting the permit because of the uh, pandemic and everything. So they kept shoving it back and shoving it back. And um, it was set for Halloween. So this weekend and uh, in, instead of pushing it back anymore, they they just wanted to uh, put it on. Uh, they said they've had it for like 80 some years. They didn't want to miss a year at all. So they like when I signed up, the the thing was, is they were going to have to reroute some of the trail because they're going to get permits for some of the public land. And uh, and, and, you know, nothing against the race directors and everything, because they did a, like a great job uh, getting a new route planned and everything. But I didn't like the route. It's literally 100 <laughs> percent different. Uh, tons and tons of road road running like. And if you know anything about like trail running versus road running, uh, road running, it looks good on paper, but I mean, the, the cramp factor that you're going to go through uh, running a near 100 miler, and especially it being my first attempt at a 100 miler, um, I just, I wasn't planning. I wasn't expecting to do that on the road. And I'm not even uh, wanting to, to take that on right now. I completely, I completely identify with that. I run, I run marathons all the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can tell by my physique that you, you get it. Running you is one it. of those things. Yeah, I, I totally understand. Road, yeah, road running, totally get it. Yeah. Um, that's crazy, man. So, so, uh, what is the next big running thing for you then? Because I know you do run marathons and other stuff. What are you planning? Anything else? Uh, yeah. So I got a fifty k. So that's thirty one miles. Uh, coming up. I think it's like December 15th or December 12th, whatever the, the weekend uh, falls on there. But that's at uh, Salt Fork State Park here in Ohio. It's called the Bigfoot uh, 50K. Um, and basically, me and a couple people I run with, we're all doing that because there's there's been no races this year. So any race that like we're seeing, we're just signing up for right now because they've just all been canceled. You know, just like everything else this year, it's, it's just uh covid's put a hold on everything yeah and uh i think we i've raced like three or four races this year and that's everyone that's you know still on but gonna get one more done in uh december and then uh so i deferred my entry to mohican 100 so that'll be next uh june or july and uh i don't know i might i might try to do one before that i'm not sure because mohican really wasn't my first choice four 100s because it's like it's actually a really really tough uh 100 in terms of like elevation um so i might i might try to tackle a different one before then uh you know if if this thing keeps going on we'll even see if they're even going to have any but uh but yeah i i really wanted to do a trail uh for the first uh my first attempt at that like whenever you're going up and down steep elevations, you're jumping roots and rocks, like you, your muscles and everything kind of get a break here and there. When you're on a road, it's just the same like robotic motion the entire time. And like the, the chance of cramping in that is just, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not willing to do that for my first try. I don't blame you for that. You know, you're already getting comments online just so you know. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I had trails on here. He said, Bryce Newell, who's the guy with oh, the beard? Hey, what up, man? <laughs> He's and, Bob's uh, a good uh, dude. Apparently, you're a famous YouTubing back, backpacking Jedi. So, uh, bet you didn't know that one, did you? Jedi. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't you know if I Star get Wars? it. I, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, okay, yeah man, I got, which, I got a stormtrooper helmet. <laughs> which which Jedi would you be? Oh, uh, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I get. I don't know, Luke. I guess. I mean, I'm trying to think of <laughs> who, who who else is there. You know, he's the he one you look up like, to. He's the. It looks he's like Obi Wan from the prequels a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. A little yeah, Ewan McGregor right. going on there. Maybe you're right. Maybe right. that works out for you. Uh, I go with Devin. That. Devin's on here saying, "Yo, Bryce." Yo, what up, uh, Devin? <laughs> here's a good one. The only running most backpackers do is that run to the post hike beer and pizza. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, we're talking all this we're talking about running. That means it's time to uh, bring out the ticker. So we'll start off with our first one about the uh, AT sponsoring the fun run. It's a Nobo quadrillion marathon going the full length of the AT, and you must complete it within 24 hours of starting or be disqualified. Of course, uh, <laughs> Jason Witch is already training. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> all right. One of the things, one of the things that uh, people know you for now, Bryce, is this stupid ultralight thing. <laughs> and so we have a segment on the show we like to call Pop Quiz. So we're going to do that right now. So basically, oh. we're going to... You like that with the guitar, don't you? Yeah, I do. I like that. <laughs> You're a former musician, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still pick around every now and then, but yeah. Nice. I, you I play metal, it. or what, what kind of music did you play? I like I like metal, yeah. That's pretty much nice. all I ever played. Nice. Lead guitar? Uh, Yeah, I mean, little lead, little rhythm. I really play yeah. everything, though, too. So. A little bit of a shredder? A little bit, a little bit. Nice, nice. We should have had you play tonight. Um, okay, so we're gonna ask you three questions, and this is for Jeremiah also. And the questions are based on the idea of the weight of the stuff you carry when you backpack, because as we know, you are stupid ultralight, and Jeremiah is stupid not ultralight. So we are going to uh, <laughs> we're we're gonna ask these questions for both of you, and we're gonna get answers from both of you guys. Um, this these will be harder to answer for Jeremiah than they will be for you. Oh. Okay. And, right, and so cool. that'll make this. That's what makes us good. That's how it should it's be. For the, give the guests the uh, the upper edge, you know. I, exactly. The exactly. So, <laughs> first question: What is the lightest weight that you've carried on trail for a backpacking trip? Um, it could be an overnight or two day, whatever. Um, I'd say, I think, eleven pounds with water, food, everything, overnighter. Nice. What was the base weight for that? Like seven. Uh, I think it came out to be like eight, maybe. I don't even. You think I know that? Because I just did. <laughs> I just did those two videos like back to back in the last like two months. But I think it was like eight pounds, maybe. Yeah, nice. I think that's what Jeremiah's tent weighs. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's what my hammock said it weighs, probably. So Jeremiah, what's what's the lightest weight you've ever carried on trail? That's actually a really hard question. I would say. If we're talking water and food included, maybe like 19 pounds if it's in the summertime. Something 19 like pounds. That. That's actually, that's better than I expected it to be. <laughs> maybe 25. I don't know. I, I was expecting 25 <laughs> or 30 to be the absolute lightest you've ever been. So that's impressive. Yeah, that's not bad. That's, that's not, not bad. bad at all. Mm. So uh, what is the heaviest piece of gear that you've ever, that you take on trail with you when you typically go out? Uh, like typically now, yeah. And typically, any trip you take, um, what is the heaviest piece of gear you typically take out with you? <laughs> my camera, my camera gear, <laughs> <laughs> which it's really not bad. Like the tripod, probably the tripod. It's like three pounds. So, oh wow! 
So tripod, lenses, batteries, camera, it's it's like four and a half pounds for all my camera stuff. Yeah, but you like, use the M50? No, I use the SL2. So it, oh, it's, okay. it's like the M50. A little bit bigger, just a little bit better. No. <laughs> but, uh... Hey! Uh, yeah, the... Uh, <laughs> I'm using the M50 over here. You, you guys both are... Yeah, I know Jeremiah does. I don't know what... what I'm John an EOS ADD. Using. I'm an ADD, so mine's Ooh. really heavy. All right. Yeah, that's, that's big. All right. Yeah. So yeah, the, uh, the uh the backpacking gear though I don't know what the heaviest piece of gear I use is probably it would probably always have to be my tent because I don't really bring anything that's like more than a pound. What's the I tent? mean the, ch- the chair? Uh, well, like my personal tent is the Lightheart Gear Solo, so it's like two pounds, maybe two and a half pounds. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then there, there's the secret tent that you can't the say anything about. Tent. The secret tent that no one is to speak of. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jeremiah? What's the lightest piece or the heaviest piece of gear that you take out with you? Um, well, of course, it depends on the trip. My chair, <clears throat> Mr. Backpacking with Jason, sir, gave it to me. It weighs two pounds. I've been taking that on every trip. So that's pretty heavy. Then my sleeping bag, you know... That's like four pounds, probably three, or maybe it's two pounds, 14 ounces. I don't know. It's a 15 degree sleeping bag, but since I'm poor, I haven't bought a quilt. (laughs) So (laughs) I kind of just, uh, as I'm walking, you know, my backpack's heavy. My pockets are still a lot. It's not good. No money in there, (laughs) but probably that hammock. Miyagi made me that hammock and he decked that out. It's double layer. It's got a ridge line. You know, Ridgeline Organizer on there. I think that that thing weighs close to four pounds. No joke. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man. I started out yep. with a, f- a four-pound sleeping bag, too. I have a 15-degree a mummy bag that's like four and a half pounds. That's what I started with. What is it? Uh, Eureka something. Oh, yeah. Eureka it's, stuff is like it's, great beginner stuff, but it's yeah. definitely heavy. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like yeah. it. I mean, one of these days I'm going to do like a stupid heavy pack like the the opposite of stupid ultralight somebody actually threw that in my comments that i should do that and i'm still i told him i'm probably gonna steal that idea because i actually like still have like almost all my gear (laughs) from my first uh couple backpacking trips so i'm gonna do like a throwback and just try to watch my old videos see everything that i brought and like replicate it so that'll be that'll be 30 plus pounds for that trip at least yeah. At least, yeah. I was going to say, I've got a Eureka one-person tent. I think it weighs almost four pounds. Mm. And it's a one-person tent. You can't even sit up in it. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. ridiculous. It's pretty heavy. All right, so what is what is the one piece of gear that you will not give up, regardless uh, of weight? Uh, I was going to say my KFC Spork, because everybody hates on my Spork. <laughs> everybody, like, I, get, so I can't even tell you how many comments I get of people telling me, one guy just said, "If you if I just buy you a titanium spoon, will you ditch the, the KFC spork?" <laughs> but uh, you should I take know. him up on that. That'd be pretty sweet to get a free spork. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. If anybody's listening tonight <laughs> and wants to buy Bryce a titanium spoon or a titanium spork, please do that. Polish and bowl. then buy one for me and Jeremiah too. That'd be nice. So it's gotta have gotta have the polished bowl too. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's gotta have the polished bowl, or it's not worth it. But no, I, I don't know, uh, like real gear. Um, I probably my puffy jacket, my uh, mountain hardware ghost whisperer. It's just like it's super light, it's 
it's still in like mint condition, which I have no idea how uh, I've had it for like four or five years. And I love that thing. Like just, I have no need to ever replace that. So probably hang on to that thing forever. It's funny you say that because I bought a new um, illuminate jacket, like a, a outdoor research illuminate jacket wore it on one trip with Jeremiah and Jason and it got three holes in it in one campfire. <laughs> That is, am I, am I lying? Am I lying? And they're huge. They're like dime sized holes. Like these huge, like embers came off the fire and burned holes in my jacket. So I'm impressed that yours is still. Yeah, I got lucky. I've gotten lucky. I, I really don't know how I've kept it so nice. Dude, I last night was patching holes on my ghost whisperer. I patched three. And you know, like the, the cuffs, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the way I'm stuffing my tarp or my my hammock into the stuff sack, but I'm shoving it in there. And I think it may be wearing my puffy because mm. there was a full slit in like the cuff, right where it, like right where it uh, meets your wrist. And there were some feathers pouring out of there. So I had to mm. cut a, like a full two or three inches of what is it called? Tenacious tape. Yeah. Yeah. And I put that on there, but it's so annoying because every time you put your hand through, like you're gonna hit that tenacious tape. You know what I mean? Like the edge of the tape. Yeah, you sealed it. Oh yeah, get real annoying after a while. Yeah, it's probably gonna come off. Yeah, right, Jeremiah. I'll oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was I was gonna say like I I know I just know from experience I always shove my sleeves up before I'm stuffing my quilt down in a stuff sack. So I I don't know if that's a that would be from that or not, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Nowhere on my sleeves. That's I think you're just idea. better with your gear than Jeremiah yeah. is. Jeremiah just beat this gear up is what it comes down to. <laughs> yes. So, Jeremiah, what is your, your one piece of gear you are not giving up? Mm, probably toilet paper. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe baby wipes. But you don't I, even need it on the trail from what I heard. <laughs> He's got to well, have a really powerful water bottle. Just uh, that country I, bidet, bro. I've never used the bidet before. Not that I wouldn't try. I just uh, have never bought one, but I say maybe instead of toilet paper, baby wipes. They're so versatile, and every day, you know, I will like tear one in half, and you can use half of it if you're going to poop, and the other <laughs> half, you go from head to foot in that order. Just Start make sure you don't accidentally use the one you just use when you're pooping, <laughs> yeah. when you do your head and face. That would be bad. You got to set that one aside. I heard you don't you don't poop in the woods though, do you, Jeremiah? Oh, well, that's coming out now. Or wait, did it happen? Did it happen in the Smokies? <laughs> I have, contrary to popular belief, I know it's a widely, widely misknown misconception. I have pooped in the woods, not on purpose. <laughs> not but, on purpose. <laughs> no, I mean it's not like it happened on accident. But if I can wait, I definitely am waiting. But I don't know. It's just not. Maybe I haven't found my technique. Maybe I need to like hang off a tree or something. Yeah, like the hang, hang and like lean. Hang. Somebody, I just, I'm just imagining you hanging with your hands up like this from a tree, <laughs> <laughs> just swinging. Like what is he doing? Just swinging on the tree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to some comments and see what people are saying right now. Uh, Hadn't ever thought about that cramping issue in road runs. Interesting. So people are actually uh, interested in this stuff. Uh, let's see. Bryce is a cool guy. We really enjoyed hanging out with him and his wife two years ago in Ohio. We'll meet up, have to meet up again. Let's see. 
I saw some I saw some Gonex comments because you know everybody has to bring up Gonex. <laughs> yeah, I almost made one already. <laughs> <laughs> I was holding go. back. I was holding back. <laughs> Bryce should start trail running to beat some of Jason Wishes FKTs. Jason wouldn't like this comment. No, he would. He actually, he actually uh, invited me. He's doing the Susquehannock or the Kehana Trail. Yeah. Uh, he's going to go for the FKT, and he invited me along. He wanted me to come do that one with him. And I, I couldn't squeeze that one in because I was training for this 100-miler. And then, you know, I just I literally just opted out of that. So I just uh, deferred my, um, my entry a couple days ago. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I- I've thought about maybe going that route, maybe break some of his records or something. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I'd like to go do one with him, though. That would be fun. That's great. I, I think it'd be awesome if you and him did one. I would just love to see the video of that. And oh, then yeah, just, what happens at the end? Who actually goes first? And, I don't know. Are you I, side I, by well, side? I already got it all planned out. I'm just going to sprint it out to the end. I was going to say so, you have to. So there's only going to be one name on that FKT. <laughs> well, he is the old man of the two of you, so that would make sense. I would do that to him. Uh, let's see. What else we got on here? Uh, I just saw something about a bidet. Where is it? Go with uh-huh. the bidet. Game changer. And then some, then Hunter also said, don't sleep on the bidet. Yeah. I don't know, man. The bidet. I just I just don't know about like squirting water up my my bung. Oh, that'd be exhilarating. It, maybe. Yeah, I don't I've, know. I've never it, tried it, but I'd give it a go. Maybe if um maybe if you had the bottle like tucked into your jacket or something so it was warmed up. Or maybe you just want to use <laughs> fresh creek water. Yeah, d- you know like a swimming pool or like a hot tub, right? Oh, I know. I get what you're saying. I so mean, it could be a little little chilly. Could, yeah, because uh-huh. if but, you're just using straight creek water that's like freezing cold, it may I be I wouldn't refreshing. use straight creek, creek water anyways yeah. because I don't know what I don't want whatever's in that. No, you got to filter it. You got to filter that for sure. You can filter it. I'm not saying you don't filter it. I'm just saying <laughs> you said straight using, creek water, straight Jeremiah. Creek water. Straight, straight <laughs> creek water, straight through the soil. You want know. to you want to filter it right, and it could be refreshing since it's ice cold. But uh, I yeah. have a feeling that you want it like a pool, like a warm pool that you get in. And it's so warm that you don't even feel the water. What? Why are you guys laughing? Pools are not warm, but okay. <laughs> so uh, we got what? What, are, what just happened? There we go. Uh, TL Hike says, I can uh, see him hanging from a tree playing Bombardier. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a scary thought right there. Uh, don't imagine. Oh, man. The day is the way. So fresh, so clean. <laughs> See, lots of people like the bidet. Live life one bidet at a time. I hey, mean, you people know, really get into this bidet stuff. After some mountain house breakfast scramble, uh, bidet it could come. It could come very become very useful. I think. What if uh, you just got to see this? Jason Wish just coming. <laughs> oh, you, there he is, old man. I would trip Bryce at the finish. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell you. Uh, like take take his shoestrings or something out at camp. Like leave early, oh, or just yeah. take his take his shoes with you on the last day. <laughs> you still got like fifteen miles to go, and then yeah. you're definitely gonna beat him. I don't know if that would help at that point. Though. I feel like your feet would be so numb and tore up. It might even be better to walk barefoot than stick your blistered feet back in shoes. <laughs> I don't even I know if it would true. matter at that point. Here's something important. Get some Dr. Bronner's peppermint soap to clean up afterwards. It keeps you from getting monkey butt. Hmm. What? What if? Does we, that mean uh, when you pass gas, it's like minty fresh? 
when you do that. <laughs> uh, I'm just wondering. Like <laughs> that's, that's gross, probably too man. far. That's too far. I shouldn't have said that. I take that's it all right. back. That's all well, our you... wives can uh, appreciate that one. No, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Bryce, if you start using a bidet, I think that you should do a whole series where each video you just review a different bidet. What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, I and I think know. the first one should be a hot coffee bidet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who, who would post that? I don't even know. Who, they don't even have a picture. They don't even have a picture. Look at this. No bison and no picture. I'm pretty sure. What pretty happened to John? Where'd he go? I'm pretty sure the hot coffee bidet would be like the reverse effect in what you want. Yeah, Isn't I that like that'd a, be terrible. A I just coffee. got kicked out of our own show. Whoa. Did you see that? <laughs> Welcome back, man. It's got kicked out. <laughs> we thought you left us. I uh, want couldn't handle the hot coffee bidet. That was just too much for me. <laughs> I want to ask. <laughs> I want to ask a Bryce about something non bidet related. That's a Is good that idea. Okay? That's a good yeah. idea. That's okay with you, Bryce. Yeah, more in my wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now this is about fanny packs, and I want to know if you know about this company you started. Uh, I know all about the company I started. Yeah, me and oh, Mister okay. Mister Backpacking with Jason, sir. And uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Tell tell us about the company. <laughs> well, it's a it's a little fanny pack company <laughs> based out of uh, north northeastern Ohio, northeastern Ohio, and uh, you know we're just a small time uh, specializing in <laughs> pandemic mask, but also with the fanny pack with roll tops. Don't forget about that roll top Dyneema. <laughs> according according to the ticker, I don't know if you can see this, but uh, apparently we have breaking news being released from your company. So this could be. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't been reading it now. <laughs> okay, I'll let you basically, read this. Basically, goes like this: New Bold Fannies <laughs> is now set to release a new line of hiking speedos coming in one color and fabric, neon pink cotton. And uh, I guess Frozen Outdoors was quoted as saying he's never felt more comfortable on trail. <laughs> so, yeah, that so, that is that is true. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it's awesome that you've decided to go with a celebrity hiker as the first person to uh, stand up and, and share with everybody the joy of the uh, new bold fannies um, shorts. So, uh, <laughs> if you call them that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in in the spirit of of that, right now, let's let's go ahead and do a little bit of celebrity hiker news. Real quick. Okay. Nice. So so, uh, celebrity hiker news. We just talked about Frozen, so it's a perfect segue into what we're talking about. Frozen just announced that he is going to be doing his PCT hike in 2025. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Well, did you guys catch up on that? So, uh, I know he just did the AT recently, and now he's doing the, the PCT in a few years. You think he's going to shoot for a triple crown? Oh, for sure. I mean, I think it's it's going to be a long timeline. I mean, he's obviously already setting the PCT for five years from now, so it might be a while. But I, yeah, I guarantee you, he's he's going to go for that. I was a little skeptical though. He he said he started a, a an account that he can't touch for five years. So it's like, I I don't know how the how that works. Like, what if he wants to go in three years and he can't touch that money till five? You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you know? Did you catch that? I, I wonder if it's it's he can't touch it because his wife has full control of it. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe. If he's smart, that's how it is because that's what I yeah. would do. I would let I'd make my wife be the only one that can get to it. I don't know. So, I don't know anything about banking though. So can you can you even make an account that you can't touch for a certain amount of time? Is that a thing, or or can do. he get it out if he wants? 
Maybe a disc or something, but I'd say you'd have to take a penalty. Maybe he's invested money, and then he's, uh, you wouldn't think he'd make very much in five years, right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's pretty big time now, you know? That's true. That's, That's true. true. He's he's like, what, near 50,000 subs or something he's like that? He's getting up there, and, you know, he's got the Amazon affiliates and stuff, and oh, he, man. he's doing all right on there for sure. He is. He is. Somebody else who's doing well is Benny Braden. Everybody knows him as Plug It In Hikes. Uh, I don't know if you guys pay much attention to Benny and what he does. He's the guy that has the 900-miler record mm-hmm. FKT. Uh, he's been cleaning up this section near the Smoky Mountains called uh, Max Patch. I don't know if yeah. you saw, but a few months ago, he put up a picture, and it was just trashed after a weekend of camping. I did. I did see that, yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's taken that on as his own personal uh, thing. So he is... I think he's doing almost every week now. Like after people backpack for the weekend, he goes up there and cleans up Max Patch. Wow. And he's he's like bringing out like full size tents and sleeping pads and loading up a truck and everything with that. So he's pretty much my hero in life. So, but <laughs> but Ben, crazy. Yeah, isn't that nuts? Like people actually leave full size tents at campgrounds. If you can believe that, I've That's seen. Crazy. I've seen like people back up to. You know the trailer, something like uh, over there around Yahoo Falls. I, Bryce, I assume you haven't been there. It's in Kentucky, but um, John, I think you have. Oh yeah, many times. And people literally just like back up. The trail is forest road. They just back up off the highway and just dump whatever they want. You know, five gallon buckets, trash bags, anything. Yeah, it's even <laughs> worse around uh, Cumberland Falls. It's even worse. Oh, yeah, it's, it's dirty. horrible down there. But uh, another piece of new uh, uh, piece of news is Ben McMillan from Hilltop Packs uh, has COVID. Yeah, and uh, he's like on day six of it right now, and it seems like it's finally starting to heal up a little bit. Um, I, I know I gave uh, uh, Kevin Schill COVID <laughs> back in February, so um, that's just a whole other story for another day. But in all seriousness, we are hoping that that Ben's going to get better and. Uh, we love Ben. He's we've we've actually Jeremiah and I have had the chance to actually hike with the guy, so it's been a lot of fun spending time with him. And I hope he heals up quickly. And if Ben, if you're watching, um, our prayers and thoughts are going out to you, man. Hope you feel better soon. Uh, one last piece of note: no news for today. Is uh, I can't talk by the way. If you haven't picked <laughs> up on that, uh, UGQ Outdoor is moving into a new facility. They have blown up over the last two years with sales and things like that. So they're getting ready to move to a brand new facility. And uh, I got a sneak peek of what it looks like this week, Jeremiah. Oh, did you? Yeah, I got a, I got a picture of the inside of what it looks like. It looks pretty sweet. Yeah, you pretty went to... Uh, Do we get to see it? Where's I can't show at? it. Uh, it. It's a secret picture. Teasing. <laughs> I'm going uh, to text Chad right now <laughs> and say, hey, Chad, can you send me some pictures of this facility? I bet he says no. It'll, like, it'll be good. No. You'll be second to see it after me. Um, hey! <laughs> Uh, uh, Tom Simpernowski did say he would send you, Jeremiah, a new pocket bidet if you promise to do a review. So, you know, I don't think I can make any promises on that. Okay. Well, we'll we'll talk about this stuff. Let's get back to our good friend Bryce here. And Bryce, why stupid ultralight? What brought on this idea to do these, these videos and these trips with a stupid ultralight? You know, I think, I think the stupid ultralight, it it almost predates every other video I've ever made because like I've always kind of wanted to go out in the woods with nothing. Like 
like I've all, I'm, I'm a big, big Les Stroud fan, like Survivor man. Like I used to binge that stuff all the time. And I think that was a, a huge um, inspiration for me to just go out in the woods and start talking to the camera. Like I remember the first time I went out, like that's what was in my head was Les Stroud. Like, so I think the whole going out with nothing thing is something that it's kind of always intrigued me and always kind of been there, even though I've never done it and I still haven't you know, taking nothing out, but just taking less and less is just something that, uh, I don't know. I just thought it'd be cool. I thought it might be entertaining for people. You know, you go out with, uh, the intentions of not really having the best of time. I feel like it, it could be an interesting video. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm probably going to keep doing it keep getting stupider and stupider until I just uh, go out like naked or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 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 That's awesome, man. I actually am also a huge fan of Les Stroud. And growing, how old are you? Uh, oh, I think about it. 34. 34. Okay. So we're around the same age. As I was growing up, I would like watch Survivor Man every night. And Les Stroud created a YouTube channel. Have you seen it? Uh, No, I don't think so. Bro, you got to watch this. And he made this whole series on the COVID, like on COVID. And it is a parody of his survival show. It's, it's at his house. Oh, you ha- I'll send it to you, man. It's hilarious. Ha- All right, everybody yeah. needs to watch it. It's yeah, awesome. He's, but- if you could imagine him, like, you started out and you're thinking, oh, he's, like, seriously going to go do something. And then button hooks you right halfway through it. And it's just hilarious. <laughs> nice. Absolutely hilarious. Nice. Uh, you have a question online here from one of uh, from Hunter. He's wondering, what would your ideal backpack and tent look like? Um, so backpack, uh, I don't know. I think I already have my ideal backpack. I like white Dyneema. I mean, the light AF pack I'm using right now is like pretty much near perfect. I mean, it was all customized, like, you know, they customize everything. So it's really everything I wanted in a backpack and, uh, for a tent, definitely a one person tent. I know every, everybody complains about one person tents being too small. I think you guys might've you guys might've talked about it one time too, but, um, I'm a small dude. So one person tents are ideal, definitely Dyneema. Um, but yeah, just, I'm not sure the brand, just something small, one person, stupid ultralight, you know, (laughs) have you checked out Gossamer gear now has the one and they have a DCF version of it. Yeah, I did see that. uh, I'm, I, I've been watching that one online. I've been eyeing that pretty hard. Like, if I get if I haven't slept in a tent in forever, just because I'm I love the hammocks. Which, by the way, is a hammock ever going to be an option for you? Or are you pretty much I happy I being would, on the ground? Okay, so I'm totally happy being on the ground. Like I have no intentions of ever not sleeping on the ground. Like I'm a good sleeper. I can sleep anywhere. Um, plus, I I like to sleep like flat and uh, like I can sleep without a pillow like really well. But I would totally. Uh, I'd totally take a hammock out if somebody like sent me one. <laughs> like, like I have an E and O, like a you know a cheaper hammock, and I've slept in that probably maybe a dozen times. But if I actually got like a real backpacking hammock, like I'd take it out. I'd use it from time to time, but I'll never, uh, never truly switch. I think we need to get the word out then to uh, Dream Hammock and Dutchware and some of these places and say, Hey, Bryce said he would totally go camping with your gear. If you'd send it to him for free. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give him a shout out. I'll put we'll, it in we'll get, a video. We'll try and get you hooked up here. 
We'll, we'll figure out something. Actually, actually, this past weekend, I got to meet Papa Smurf from Dream Hammock, and I got to meet Dutch from oh, Dutch nice. Gear. I, I met so. Papa Smurf one, once, too. Him and his wife came to the first, uh, I think it was the first, one of the Mohican meetups that we did. Good people. Yeah. Yeah, we, I was at a hammock hang in the uh, Red River Gorge this weekend, and I was hiking back. I'd gone to Miguel's for lunch because it's the Red River Gorge, and you go to Miguel's for lunch. And uh, on the way back, he came up behind me, and we started talking, and I showed them how to get to Hanson's Point. So, uh, super nice guy. I'm just going to have to – it's out there, folks. If you are listening and you have any connection with a hammock company that wants to get uh, Bryce Newbold in your gear <laughs> – contact us and we'll get you his information and we'll we'll get we we'll get you some free stuff man we totally yeah. got to get you some stuff and and hunter has said we we got to get you in the dcf hammock oh i saw that that is intriguing i don't know how it, i don't know how i feel about that but i don't know does that work like i feel like hammocks need to have like stretch i don't know how the dcf would ha- would hold up but he's yeah, got one know. right he's, he's got the, all kinds of crazy stuff man yeah he's hunter. the one that's got one right yeah, he's he's got all kinds of crazy stuff. He's got translucent tents or hammocks that you can see straight through. It, I remember seeing a picture of that. Yeah, yeah, that that stuff is stupid ultra lot. I when whenever I went to Colorado um, a few months ago, you're talking about a one person tent. I have a lunar solo, which is like a one and a half, I guess. But my number one problem was I'm so tall that if I'm laying on my sleeping pad, like. You know, I'm this far off the ground, and then my feet or head, yeah. if there's any condensation, even with pullouts, like if I raise up, I remember I raised up once, and then, like, my whole face was covered in water because we were camping around a lake or something. Are you sleeping on just, like, a flat, you know, like a Z-seat style pad, or are you using inflatable? No, I use inflatable. So I use a Neo Air X-Lite. But I'm also five foot seven, so you know <laughs> I I got a little bit more wiggle room in there than you do. So so my feet, and even if I have like a zero degree, like you know, really thick uh, sleeping bag or a quilt, it's still not touching the the wall of the tent ever. So except for, except except for that bug net that I just slept in uh, in my last video, because that thing was right on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if there, if there would have been mosquitoes out, which there was earlier, but once I lit the fire, they all went away. But if there would have been mosquitoes, my face would have just got eaten alive because I couldn't get my face out of that bug net. <laughs> I was I cracking up because you're just like, you're like, I spent yeah. like, what did you, what'd you say? I spent like 20 bucks on this bug net and it didn't even have a bottom to it. Yeah, that was, it was a really dumb purchase. <laughs> hey man, yeah, you I, said that's okay like, being short, by the way. Short is, is totally okay. Yeah. I'm down with short people. We're not not all of us are like Jeremiah. We're eight feet two, and you know, <laughs> yeah, it has thirteen its, foot hammocks. It has its benefits for sure. Y- yes. Uh, right. By the way, somebody said they need to get you a Gonex hammock because <laughs> Gonex hammocks are the best. So, uh, and then you I've, heard, talk I've to, heard good actually, things. You ought to talk to Jeremiah. He's really close with them. He can he can get you hooked up. <laughs> I went so. on their website a couple of days ago, and I wanted to see where their history is from. My number one fear was that. <laughs> uh, this is like a legitimate company and their founder is somebody that's just like me and they happened to strike it and could actually send stuff on Amazon. And then, uh, as I was reading their backstory, I was like, I don't know. I think I was right. I think I was right that, uh, this is just a cheap Chinese gear company, <laughs> but I still could be wrong. So let me, let me say, 
I don't, I don't I, know. Maybe. I mean, it could be legit. Nothing, <laughs> nothing screams quality like the word gonads. Gonads. <laughs> well, it said Miyagi photoshopped a picture of me. I saw <laughs> it. Great. It was me wearing a t-shirt. Um, and that t-shirt was actually a Reebok t-shirt for the record. It was not a Gonex. But according to their story, Gonex was for go next, like the next place you're going to go. Then why did but, they call it go next? Yeah. Well, I think it's because they're Chinese. Okay. I think it's because they're, they're English second language. Jeremiah, oh, we have our wow. next challenge. We have our next challenge to see if Bryce <laughs> would be in. Maybe Bryce could be in on this too. We'd do a trip, and instead of swapping gear, we'll do an all go next hiking trip. If you can get them to give us all of our gear for one trip, we, we hike with only Gonex gear. Would you be in for that, Bryce? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, dude. I'm down I've... for theme hikes all day long. <laughs> theme, theme hikes. I don't <laughs> think that it wouldn't be a problem. I think that you could buy everything for like $200. Probably. Somebody just said, why would you admit that you went on their website again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I never went on their website the first time and ordered anything. They contacted me. Uh, I bet when you go to gonex.com, it's just a big picture, Jeremiah. <laughs> it really is. He's their new logo. It's just him and his big beard. Just my face. Just your face uh, is their logo now. It will be if Miyagi gets a hold of anything to do with them. My face will end up all over it. <laughs> he's a professional photoshopper. Yeah, he's good. I had to do a double take on that shirt. I'm like squint and look at it. I'm like, this... All right, yeah, that's fake. How do you think I felt? <laughs> You're like, do I? Did I wear my Gonex shirt on that trip? Is, is that what you were thinking? I would never. Yeah, I was like, I'd never wear that in front of anyone. Well, I like I how in the so video bad. he did it in the what? video too. Like he had it so that like the Gonex thing when you were moving, the Gonex thing moved with your shirt when you were moving no. in the video. Oh yeah, what? you haven't watched his video yet. You were in it. The Smokies. Yeah. No, I have. Okay, I'm super busy, and I like to put people's like videos in the watch later, and it still, I guess, counts as engagement. But you know, whenever you're sitting down, you actually have time to sit down and watch them. I think you could watch if you wanted to. You could watch 24 hours of videos a day, though. Oh yeah, that's yeah, not hard. It's not hard. Here we go, Jeremiah. This is to back you up a little bit. Greg Morton Outdoor said from the web page, the meaning of go next implies go next stop. See, that's what I'm saying. I See, I'm going to feel so bad if it's just a normal person that happened to create this website <laughs> that they can somehow make a quality backpack for $45. I don't think you can, but if you can, Gonex has done it. And that is not official an endorsement. It's not an official endorsement. And if I had to retract that statement, I will. Uh, I think you should send one to the guy from Outdoor Gear Review, that guy. Because if he doesn't like something, he's sure to let you know if he doesn't like it, and he would just he would just destroy it online for you, so you would know whether or not it's quality gear. So, and I need to tune into his channel. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. So, uh, Bryce, what's next on the calendar for you, man? I mean, we talked about some running stuff, but what kind of camping trips, backpacking trips you got coming up? So, uh, I'm actually leaving next week. I'm going down to the Smokies. Going to do a. Uh, a little backpacking trip with my wife. It's going to be a two or three nights, I think. Might just be a two-nighter. Cool. 
but I haven't really planned it yet. So I, I got to get on that. But uh, we, we got a cabin down there also. So we're, we're doing some hiking. We're going to uh, chill out in the hot tub in the cabin like we always do. We're going to do some day hikes. Um, I'm also going to do like a challenge hike. I'm going to do like the lowest elevation I can find in Gatlinburg. Like I'm, I think I'm going to start like in downtown Gatlinburg and then connect trails all the way to the top of, of Mount LeConte, which is the tallest like mountain in the, in, uh, the Smokies. I think it's not the highest point that's Clingman's dome, but yeah, that's Clingman's artificial. Dome. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go all the way to the top. It's like, it's probably going to be like close to 5,000 feet elevation, uh, just up. And then I'm going to come all the way back down too. So. So I don't know. We're going to see how that goes. I'm just kind of kind of wing that and I don't know. should be fun. Are you creating your own FKT? Uh, I mean, I guess I guess you could say that. I, I don't know if that's ever been done. So maybe I could put it up on a website or something. Ga- it'd be Gatlinburg to Mount Lakot Summit or something like that. Yeah. Because you Lowest could kind of. High. Yeah. You could create your own route too. There's plenty of different ways uh, to go up. I'm going to primarily stay on trails because you could take a road a lot of the way up, but I'm going to do like all trails, nothing but trails all the way up tr- through the woods, up the mountain. So, yeah. But other than that, uh, I don't really have much on the radar. I do have another trip in the Smokies that is possible for December, but um, I don't know. It's It's still in the works right now. How far is the Smokies nice. from your house? Uh, seven and a half hours. Mm, that's not too bad, I guess. No, it's, I mean, I do seven and a half hours for a two-nighter. Um, I remember I, I've done a, like overnighters, like six-hour drives for one night. That's a little excessive, but seven and a half, it's, it's, it's not bad. It's definitely the, like the prettiest place within that drive for me. So I really like the Smokies. Oh, they're yeah, beautiful. Yeah. The farthest the farthest that I ever did like uh, a drive for backpacking and it was an overnighters. We went to Oil Creek. I don't know if you've been there. They got those shelters. Yeah. They're like been there. built for you. Yeah, so that is like over nine hours from my house. And I did mm. a single night there. But luckily, Mr. Backpacking with Jason, sir, drove us the entire way there and the entire way back. So really, it wasn't that bad, you know, thinking back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just kind of sit back and relax. Yeah, Oil, oil Creek, that's uh, like four hours, I think, for me. Yeah, well, so that's you can not go. bad at all. Nah. And you know what's funny is I didn't have to drive when I went there either. I think I rode with, rode with uh, oh, who was it? Oh, I went with Frozen and Meerkat, and Meerkat drove the whole oh, way. Oh, nice, mm-hmm. nice. I so love having a chauffeur. So here's a question for you. How often do you get recognized from other hikers on the trail? Uh, honestly, now it's to the point where I expect it every time I go in Ohio. Anytime I'm in Ohio, every single time. The most, um, I got recognized twice in one day. Um, I'm at a big enough company now that some guy at work, I know this isn't on the trail, but some guy at work just recognized me the other day. And the funniest one is, uh, I was filming something in front of my house and somebody lives across the street from me. <laughs> so, I mean, it, <laughs> it awesome. seems like, it seems like it's like, I'm not that big. Like, it doesn't matter how many subscribers you get. You never feel like you're, you're getting to the level where you're like, you know, famous at all. 
But I remember when I was like, you know, just starting out, I would I would have thought that what I am now is like pretty famous, even though it doesn't feel that way now. But yeah. how many subscribers are yet? Uh, I'm getting close to sixteen thousand. It's like five, fifteen, nine right now, something like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Tell us about the first time that you got recognized. Um, the first time was actually at uh, Mohican at the first YouTube meetup. And uh, it was actually uh, a woman. She actually has a YouTube channel now. I don't know if she did then. Um, it's called Tweety's Travels. But she, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, she started a, a channel and uh, she recognized me and Josh Ebersol. So she's walking down the trail. And she goes, oh, I know who you are, too. So it was, it was just kind of funny. She's very sweet. That's awesome. I like Tweety. Yeah. yeah, she's cool. I get at work all the time. I'm a teacher with teenagers. Mm. And... Like they, they say stuff all the time, like over the top all the time. Like you doing that live stream tonight, Mr. Stringer. Okay. <laughs> At what time does it start? And then none of them ever watch anything. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes they just get on and make like inappropriate comments. And you have to go through there and block them. But that's what I, it's like the opposite of what you want. I got just I got recognized for the first time ever this weekend. Nice. Oh, nice, so, dude. Yeah, I was at the hammock thing, and there's this this lady who comes in late to set up, and I was just walking down to my my hammock, and I just said, "Oh, did you find a spot?" And we were talking for a second, and as I walk up, she goes, "I love your videos." <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That was that was the first time I've ever been recognized, which was kind of cool. I'm not, mm. I didn't. I was kind of liking the fact that I hadn't been recognized because that makes it. I just, it only gets worse. It but. gets weird. It's always weird. That's <laughs> weird, you know. So. No, it's it it's definitely weird and awkward, especially if you're somebody that is kind of socially awkward like myself. But it does make you feel good. And even though it yeah. it's kind of weird, like I I always tell people, like you know, if you see me, like say hey, you know, like mm -hmm. you know, you know, let me give me some feedback. You know, like it makes me feel good that. Uh, what I'm doing is actually like enjoyable to people. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Speaking of of YouTube channels and and getting a shout out, Odin on the trails on Jeremiah. I don't know if you know who this is, Bryce. Odin is what ten years old? Is that yeah, right, Jeremiah? He's really young. I don't remember if he's ten, but yeah, he's got he's got 134 subscribers now, and he just got a new hammock today. So that's no pretty cool. That's and did awesome, you know that Odin? Osprey gave him a backpack. Did you know that? No. Yeah, well, and he one? did the unboxing on his channel. It was pretty cool. So, uh, you know, yeah. I, I don't know if you guys have ever done unboxing videos. They're pretty much the easiest video that you can ever make because you literally just open a box you were going to open anyway, <laughs> and then you film it. I did, I did one, one the other day. That was like do? the first one, I think. How did it do like in terms of views? or? Yeah. Hey, would you consider it a success, and would you do it again? Um. Yeah, but it's like a brand new product that just hit the market that week. So um, would I do it again? Not unless it's, you know, something that's brand new that nobody's seen. Like, I'm not really interested in doing reviews, let alone unboxings on like a lot of gear. But for something new like that, yeah. Um, but I mean, that's my first one. So I can't really say, you know, on the long term if, if those are worth it or not. But I don't know. I think people appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I people, agree 100%. They love like unboxing of iPhones and that kind of thing. 
I did one of my sleeping bag, and it was fun. I was like, wow, this is super, super easy. I can't believe anybody would ever watch this. But then for a while, it was like one of my top most viewed videos. And I was like, the, the amount of effort that you put into something is definitely disproportionate to how much success you're going to get from it. You I remember that video. Know. I remember that video, Jeremiah. Yeah, I was just unboxing was, some winter stuff. That was pre-me knowing you. Like, you were... Oh, I was. See, that's when I was actually your fanboy. It wasn't it wasn't Bryce, it was you, Jeremiah. And, You're never uh, a fanboy, man. And and you you and uh, your wife was in that video, wasn't she? I can't remember. I feel like she was in that video with you, but uh, did get the comment that Jeremiah as a teacher would be awesome. I would leave a random piece of Gonex on his desk. <laughs> you wouldn't like me as a teacher. I just have to talk about math all day. Well, yeah, I would not even be in your classes. I would not even do that. Yeah, man, your honors. <laughs> yep. So, um, okay. So just as, as a heads up, it is, it is now officially nine Oh nine, which means we're heading up on an hour. And I know that you have to get up at like two 30 in the morning to go to work or something. So Bryce, this is the moment where we let you just kind of share a little bit about yourself, where people can find you online and connect with whatever it is you're doing right now. All right. So, so, so yeah, it's uh Bryce Newbold on YouTube and I think, I'm not even sure how how to say an Instagram handle. Is it at Bryce Newbold? It's just at Bryce Newbold on Instagram. And I, I don't really do a lot on there, but I'm I'm gonna make a valiant effort to start posting stuff on Insta- Instagram because I know that's like the the new hip thing to do, or at least uh as hip as I'm gonna get. So you so have yeah. teenagers now, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. You sound it's, like a teenager dad just now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That hip new thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting on the TikTok train or the Twitter, uh, or the tweeter. So, but just, just mostly YouTube, a little bit of Instagram. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Jeremiah, do you have any other questions for, for Mr. Bryce? Mm, I just want to see you soon, man. I yeah. want to hang out. When for you sure, make man. this happen. Yeah, it was, it was fun last time we hung out. Me and John have never got to kick it no. in real life. So one of these days. We well, need to get not- someone to set up that Ohio meetup again. Yeah, yeah. I know it, it kind of with with uh, COVID, it kind of got forgot. I don't know if it got forgot about it. Just not there wasn't time to really plan it or anything. Yeah, so. well, there was there was. I think I talked about it with a couple other people because people had a uh, me- like subscribers had mes- messaged me um, wanting to know if we were doing it, and it's just it wasn't possible this year. It's just yeah. I mean, it's just not safe. So maybe maybe in the spring, maybe. After all this passes, if it even ever does pass, we'll we'll see. So the question is, would you ever come down to a Kentucky meetup? Oh yeah, I love Cause, Kentucky because <laughs> there is a plan for a potential Kentucky meetup in the spring. So cool. We'll make sure you get on the invite list for that. Yeah, I'll bring my mask. Yeah, count me in. <laughs> I'll bring my mask. We're in Kentucky, man. Nobody makes you wear a mask down here. So <laughs> cool. Good to hear. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on the show, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. All right, brother. We'll talk to you later. All right. Peace. Right. Bye. That was fun, man. That was fun. So. <laughs> I always like hanging out with Ross, man. He's always so fun to talk to. Jeremiah, I have to tell you something. Yes. I, I cracked up at your last video. <laughs> Why? I, I get on you and it just says, this one is for them. And it's like a minute long. 
And, <laughs> yeah. And, and so I couldn't figure out is is he doing this so that those guys can get the views, or is he doing it because he just didn't feel like making a video? So come clean, <laughs> tell us the truth. Uh, a little of both, I guess. I don't know. I like those guys, and whenever I was on that trip, <clears throat> you. I don't think there's any expectation for how you're ever supposed to act on a trip, but I just happen to have some arbitrary number of the most subscribers of the people on that trip. Some substantially less than I had, some almost the same as me. So I just thought it would be cool if, if I could help them. And I thought maybe... I could plug their channels in one short video instead of being like, you know, usually you do a video and then at the end you're like, okay, make sure you check out everybody else's channel, all the people that you saw in this video. So I don't know. I thought, you know, it's only like 90 seconds. So yeah. if it's a flop, who cares? I'm all about, I got to enjoy the, the trip with, you know, some lovely, beautiful people. And I had a lot of fun, but yeah, I'm also quite lazy. And I, I thought, <laughs> what? <laughs> Just keep going. That's awesome. I'm very lazy, and I don't know. I, I have I do a lot of stuff, and editing a trip video takes a lot of time. So I could edit one trip video, or I could, and, and people don't watch. People watch trip videos but they're not as successful in terms of engagement with people. So um, I think they're important. And my friends aggravate me and they're like, bro, you got to make trip videos. People are going to think you're Dan Becker. I'm like, <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> I have to make them. I'm just kidding, Dan. I love you. I love you, bro. Dude, he's so, made more, I think he's made more trip videos this year than in any year. You yeah. know it. I guess he heard he, the haters, man. Uh, he's he just he's standing up to the haters, man. He's got so a good, I, I, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm just saying he's got like he's got a good thing going on his trip videos, and I thought I thought about on trip videos showing a little bit and maybe reviewing something or giving some tips. Um, Dan does that very well, and it would take a lot less work to edit. It gets a lot higher engagement. And you get to show some of the things you're experiencing. Plus, I guess you stay credible. Um, I don't know how important that is to people, but I go backpacking all the time. And yeah. a lot of times I don't want to film it. You know, I was in the woods over this weekend and I was like, oh, I took three photos as I was leaving. Yeah. So, you know, well, you and I've talked about this, though. We've talked about this. Like, I have trouble wanting to do video when I'm on the trail because I just want to hang out with everybody. I went, I went to a hammock hang this weekend and I had fully intended on doing like three or four videos while I was out there and doing a video about the hammock hang and all that. What I found out was I just sat down and was hanging out with people and I just didn't want to do video because then I couldn't hang out with people. I'd have to go off by myself and do these videos. And I just did not want to do that. I'm, I'm way too social. So it, it's hard for me to want to do uh to do trail videos sometimes, not because I'm not going out, but because when I'm out, I just love being out there so much. So I, I don't know. Maybe we're bad YouTubers, dude. <laughs> well, <laughs> just maybe. Thinking maybe we're bad YouTubers. I think we're only bad at one aspect. So maybe if we're good at all the other things, it'll make up for the one bad. I don't know. I don't know maybe. what people think about it. I haven't heard. I mean, we're doing a live stream, so people feel free to 
to share. Can like, can I say something really quick that's awesome? Yeah. I love Odin even more now because he said, who's Dan Becker? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was like, that is hilarious. I hope he's, I awesome. hope he's telling the truth. Oh, he said, ha ha, just kidding. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yep, that's it. He's just kidding. That's hilarious. So, yeah, I, I know a buddy of mine who I want to get on the show at some point, uh, Brian Carpenter, who uh, he does Smoky Mountain Trail Signs. He... uh he just finished up the SHT, the superior hiking trail. And he did a 15 minute video for the entire trail because he was just, he's kind of like, kind of didn't want to have to talk the whole trail and all that. I just wanted to do the trail. And so it's hard, man. I think it's hard sometimes when you're, uh, when you're wanting to, <laughs> you're wanting to enjoy the trail and then you got to pull out a camera and talk to it and everything like that. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, you know, you ever watch a movie and then or a TV show and then you're watching it and then there's some discontinuation of continuity. That that's sometimes how I feel whenever I'm backpacking and then I got to stop and I'll see something I'm like, "Oh, that'd be a good shot here so I'm going to compose it." Instead of just enjoying it. So sometimes yeah. you get that break in continuity and you're like, "This would be much more fun if if I would if like this was a hundred years ago and I had no technology and then I'm just hanging out with friends. But yeah, I mean, I guess we are where we are today because we actually took the time and committed and put in the work. Sometimes you need a little break and I've been taking a break pretty much since this year started. <laughs> so <laughs> Maybe 2020 is the year of a break. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, here's an here's an interesting take. Hunter, who we've both been backpacking with, he says he enjoys the views so much more, and it's more fun. But that's why he just films everybody else. Yeah, like, he does a good job of that. One of his big things is he likes when you come up to a big view. He likes to wait for people to come out and catch their face when they see that view for the first time. And yeah. uh, I know he videoed me when we were at uh, Grayson Highlands, and we came out to the first big opening to where you could see the Highlands. And, uh, he just got a shot of my face as I was coming out of the woods. Um, so yeah, he's, that's, that's the thing he likes to do a lot of, which is really cool. Yeah. I wish I could pay him to follow me with a camera and then I could buy those pictures for Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I can't, we got some other guys that have come on that weren't on here earlier. We got Maddie outdoors. Love Maddie's vid. Dude, have you ever watched any of Maddie's backpacking videos? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I am so jealous of Canadians. Yeah, they have it good, but they probably oh say the same gosh. thing about us. They're I probably like, wow, winter doesn't start until December? That's awesome. Here no. it starts in, I don't know when winter starts in Canada, but it seems I, like it's pretty early. There's a big difference between the Smoky Mountains and the Canadian Rockies. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, but they like, have the beauty, man. Oh, Maddie has the so, beauty. Oh, it's so beautiful up there. And uh, they you know, he takes his dog out with him and stuff, so Maddie's, Maddie's got a good thing going on down there. Um, there's another one I, I got. I was so excited about going to Pictured Rocks and loved every minute of it, but it took me a couple weeks before I could finally sit down and edit the video because I was dreading the editing. It does take a long time, and I don't want to. I mean, I don't mean to complain, but yeah, it it's it's a huge commitment. Anytime you do any video, and like the short of it is, you know, you got to think of the idea, then you have to like articulate it on paper or at least in your head, then film it and then edit it and then publish it but you have a lot to do before you can publish too. Yeah. 
You really do. And and it's one of those things of you kind of before you go on the trip, you try and get a like a mental list of things that you want to make sure you get when you're out so that you can catch all those shots. Cause you know, you know pretty much a lot of times on on your trips things you're gonna see along the way. And so you're like, okay, I gotta make sure I'm gonna get this. I gotta make sure I'm gonna get this. You know, when I went to Grayson Highlands, I was supposed to see ponies. Guess what I never saw? No ponies. No ponies. Never saw one the entire time. Couldn't believe it. And I was in places where I had watched other people online. They had seen them, but sure. didn't see one. And so that whole shot that I was looking for, I never got to have. So um, now Maddie did say, I don't get to hike with any epic beards, though. <laughs> Not so yet. you know what this means, Jeremiah? <laughs> that means, uh, well, we need to go to Canada. COVID so we- has closed the border right now, but I'm all in for heading up north. That's kind of how I feel about it. Maybe we can get with him and maybe Justin and, uh, you know, get with Backcountry Forward, maybe with a ha- get up with the the Canada boys. They call us the Kentucky boys. We need to get together with the Canada boys and I maybe do some backpacking idea. up there. So I that have would my be passport. Fun. You got your passport? I got a passport, although I got to get it renewed because it goes bad in 2021. So, yeah, you, I hope you get I hope you get to get a new picture made and then you get to compare the two. That's why I like to do my driver's license. Okay, this sounds awful, and I hope that nobody takes us the wrong way. I look like a terrorist in my my passport picture. <laughs> I really do. I look like the typical like that guy in a movie that when he gets on the airplane, he's the guy that like is gonna set the bomb off. That's what I look like in my picture. It's horrible. Like well, every not- time I've used that passport and I go to an airport, they look at it, look at me, and then they call me to the side to like check and make sure I don't have anything. So, <laughs> well, you're not allowed to smile. Did you, did you see um, Casey Neistat's passport photo? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> if y'all haven't seen that, <laughs> if you haven't seen the video, Casey Neistat, I remember which one it is, so I can't even tell you. But you need to go watch his videos. He's he's always saying when I get my passport taken, my passport photo taken, I like to see how far I can push it. So he makes so dumb faces <laughs> and his hair. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at this. Dude, did I miss Bryce? Yes, Dan. <laughs> you missed Bryce. Sorry, man. Yeah. But we did talk about you a little bit. So uh, somebody actually asked who you were. So that was fun. Oh, uh, look at this. Somebody else. Okay. So I'm not the only person. Same thing happened to me at Grayson Highlands. I finally saw one pony near the parking lot when I left. I didn't even get, we heard one behind us mm-hmm. and it was walking toward us. We could hear it coming through down the trail, actually. And so we were waiting to, to see it and it just never. It never showed up, so I was yeah. pretty disappointed by that. We'll have to go back, and um, maybe you can go in the spring, and there'll be some ponies like that. Just when I was there, there were some that were laying around and just growing because they had yeah. been born very recently. So maybe in the spring, when you know, whenever it's starting to warm up and they're having their babies, that yeah, I want to try different. There's time. a lot of trails out there too, so I'd like to try some of the other trails too. So that yeah. would be nice. Uh, let's see what else we got on here. Uh, here's a good question from Hunter. How much film pictures do you both never post but still save? Ooh, that is a good question. I save a lot of trip stuff. I don't save like when I do the talking head type videos. I don't save like half of that stuff. Usually, I I get the video done and I'm good. But yeah. uh, trip stuff I save because I can use it for B roll and other stuff too. On the trips, I always have a lot of um, footage left over. Because I think it's what's more important than what you put in is what you take out. The right. more that you can take out to tell the story, I think usually the better it's going to turn out. But I'm sure there's a happy medium there. I save all that footage from the trips. I have it all on a hard drive. But the like you said, the talking head stuff, whoosh, 
gone. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I just keep the video itself, but then I, I dump the the footage because there's no reason to keep that stuff. Um, unless there's just some really really funny outtakes, then I might hang on to that a little bit. Um, no, the, Dan just said he doesn't even know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm. Dan doesn't know who he is. I do. That's funny. I like to keep the pictures. My ritual whenever I come back from a trip is I like to come in, unpack all my stuff, and then take a shower after work because I don't really like touching the gear. I mean, I don't. it's not that big of a deal, but like everything's dirty and stinky. So if I can go ahead and start washing my clothes before I take a shower, I feel like it's a little bit more sanitary. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then I'll sit down after I take a shower. I like sit down and eat with my wife. And I like to go through and show her the pictures that I took. That way I can kind of share with her the story of, you know, the trip and how much we enjoyed yeah. it or blah, blah, blah. So uh, well, there's actually a guy called Go Next Hiker. I just want to throw this <laughs> he, out there. And he no said, hi, guy. Go Next that, Hiker. It, it has to be there. So that's fantastic. That, that cannot be real. <laughs> there's no way. It's there, man. It's there. Here's a fun question. Jeremiah, have we ever been to the Big South Fork? Oh, my gosh. I grew up like 40 minutes from Big South Fork. I lived there. Every Sunday, we would go to church. And then after church, if the weather was nice, we would like take a picnic down either in Big South Fork or Pickett State Park. Yep. We'd get canoes or, you know, John boats, just a little flat bottom, row around. We'd hike the trails, look at the caves, look for artifacts from where there was allegedly Native Americans living there. I don't know. Could have been just stories that my parents were telling me to distract me since I was an annoying little kid, but I can't confirm that. We had a lot of fun, Big South Fork. I yeah, love man, that I, area. Well, that's the Shiltoy Trace. I mean, that's the trail I did. It Half of it's, or not half, about a, about a little over a quarter of it is in the Big South Fork. You start down at uh, uh, Burnt Mill Bridge. And, and hike up through there, through the uh, Big South Fork. It's, I, I think it's beautiful down there. I think it's absolutely beautiful down there. I mean, what there, do you think? There's some gems there. and I, When I say that, I mean like hidden gems. Yeah. As in some Not gems that, like places where you play basketball, but gems. <laughs> no, and not gems. It's like mineral deposits. Gems is in like hidden gems, things that you really want to see. And also another thing you can do a lot there is kayak or canoe camp. Um, my father-in-law has often, he'll take the kayak or, you know, a couple people take the canoe, put a cooler in there, take all their gear, stick it in there. And then you just let the river take you, you know, cause that is a big river, big South Fork river. And then it you is. can find a Sandy beach or something and pull up on it and camp there. I think superb. Well, the, cool thing about the, the big South Fork is just cool because, it's it's got so many different kinds of of hiking going on. I mean, there's a lot of the you got a lot of the rock scrambling stuff. Uh, there are a lot of waterfalls through the Big South Fork. One of the coolest places you could ever spend the night, the Cherry Creek Lodge, is in the middle of the Big South Fork, and you have to hike to get to it or ride a horse. You can't drive yeah. to it. Um, there's just a lot of cool stuff in the Big South Fork, so I'm I'm a huge fan of it. And it's, I mean, I live an hour and 15 minutes north of you, so it's only a couple hours for me. Um, it's, it's about the same distance for me to get there as it is to get to uh, Red River Gorge. You know, so. they they closed that road. There was a road that would take you very close to Cherry Creek. 
you know, and it's closed now. And it is yeah. only, unless you work there, I think you can take like a side-by-side or four-wheeler or something. Mm-hmm. But the last time, not the last time I was there, but one time I was there, um, I wasn't spending the night. We were just sitting in the rocking chairs. It, for those of you who don't know, Cherry Creek Lodge, like John is saying, it's almost like an old homestead. And there's mm-hmm. lodging. They cook for you. You pay like a flat fee. They have beer. They have wine, you know, drinks, food. And their electricity, I think, is only propane. So yeah, there's is- no electricity. You've got you've got wood fire stoves in every single uh, cabin, and it's cabins. They're log cabins, yeah. and stuff like that that you stay in. You sit on the front porch, and you know it's covered. So if it's raining, you can sit there in the rocking chair and just hang out, and you know have have something to drink and chill. Me and Bridget were doing that, and we were talking to the girl working there, and we had actually uh, passed her on the way in. I was like, you mean you're hiking here too? She literally hiked the same mile or two in that we were just so she could go from her car where she had picked up her sister to go back to the lodge. And I was like, wow, that is dedication. Your job, (laughs) you literally (laughs) have to hike like up and down hills for miles to get to where you work. Did I tell you the story about when I stayed there? Uh, I don't remember. If you haven't, I'm going to hear it. So the show, I mean, hopefully people don't tune out because we're just randomly talking about stuff right now. But uh, so I was doing the first, uh, it was it was like the second or third day. It's all kind of blurry at this point. But uh, my friend Flash and I had been on the, the Sheltoe Trace for a few days and it was downpour rain the entire time. And I knew we were coming up on Cherit Creek Lodge. And I looked at him and said, if I pay for the room, because he didn't have any money. He was like, I, don't, I can't afford to pay for a room. I said, if I pay for the room, will you stay at Chair Creek Lodge? He goes, if you're going to pay for the room, I'll absolutely stay at Chair Creek Lodge. <laughs> so uh, so we ended up getting there. And when we get there, nobody had booked rooms for that night. So since nobody had booked rooms, they weren't open. They had no food, no nothing. Uh, and so we get there, and there's a girl working there. And uh, so Brian and I sit down at this uh, they have like picnic tables, rocking chairs, stuff like that. We sat down on these two chairs and we just said, well, if you don't have any rooms, would it be possible for us just to kind of eat our dinner out here? Because, I mean, it was pouring down rain and this was a dry place and we hadn't had many of those, you know, for a few days. Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah, you guys can eat your dinners here. So we got our stoves out. And we cooked our dinners and we're eating there. And she comes back. She goes, you know what? She goes, I'm sure you guys could stay here. Let me get some keys and we'll put you in one of the cabins. No way. Yeah, and so they put us in the cabin, and then the craziest thing happens. Um, one of the, the – the guy who runs the place shows up, and uh, he comes out to meet us because this is the first time they've lit up the, the fireplaces since uh, summer, since the last spring because they don't light them up at all during the summer. And uh, for obvious reasons, it gets hot in, Kentucky, in Tennessee. Um, but they lit, he lit the fire up, and we start talking, and I was like, I recognize this guy. I know I know this guy. And we get to talking and we realize that we went to college together for a year and he dated a friend of mine. No and way. And so we had actually met like 20 years ago or something. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, so we had actually met each other a long time before this and he was now working there and uh, they didn't have access to credit card machines there. And so I said, well, can you email me? a place where I can log in and pay for this and all that kind of stuff. He goes, he goes, yeah, give me your email address and I'll email you and we'll make sure we get it all taken care of. So I gave him my email address when I left, they gave us coffee that morning 
and hung out with us and stuff. Just really cool guys. And I never got an email from them. Wow. So they just let us stay there for free. So uh, one of the coolest things ever. And it was like, it was just really awesome because we got to put all of our like nasty wet socks mm. on the uh, pipe above the stove. So they just dried <laughs> out all of our socks. Like we had all this stuff that was soaking wet and every bit of it was dry, bone dry by the next day, which was pretty awesome. So, so yeah, man, uh, Cherry Creek Lodge is always going to be one of those places I talk very highly about. It's a pretty awesome place. I went. I went by there. I was doing like a 25 mile trip, me and Bridget. And then another couple that are actually finishing up their through hike of the Sheltoe right now. And when we went by, it was like, while stuff was starting to open back up with COVID, but you know, the people that were working there, they're like, sorry, we got to keep everything closed. I was dying to go to the bathroom. <laughs> had to poop. I think I had to poop really, really bad. Or if it wasn't me, it was somebody in the group. Sure enough, they wouldn't let us go to the bathroom. They're like, sorry, we're closed due to like, you know, the COVID regulations due yep. to the government. And I was like, so what are you guys doing? And he was like, ah, just walk around, drink some beer and hunt mushrooms. <laughs> like <laughs> The employees were spending the whole day just, you know, chilling. Yeah. I'm sure that, uh, you're really more like donating your time there. I'm sure you get paid, but you know, it's probably minimal because you're staying there and you're eating there and you know. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Um it, it's actually I'm trying to remember the way he worded it to me. It's like it, it's it's technically owned by the government. Mm -hmm. Um but it's not at the same time. It's like this really weird thing going on with that. Um but yeah, it's I think it's one of the coolest things right now, unless you're paying to stay there, you can't go in at all. Mm -hmm. um, but they are taking reservations. It's just, they have can only take so many and because of social distancing and all that kind of stuff, they can't have a lot of people in there. So um, Maddie outdoor said, what advice would you guys give me to help me convert Justin from that lonely peasant life and finally get him in a hammock? <laughs> well, I would say loan him some gear, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to let him try out uh, a hammock. I love the hammock. I do think it's important that, um, you know, tent is fine too, if that's what people want to do. Sometimes I yeah. take a tent. But the hammock, man, it's so nice being off the ground. Yes, it is. I don't know if you want to let somebody else sleep in your hammock, though. I don't know how that works. There may be some unwritten rules with the whole, Maybe, hey, bro, man. let me sleep. Yeah. I did this weekend. I went fishing and camping um, on Lake Cumberland, and the buddy that he had kind of planned the trip, we were hammocking, and I was like, "Man, have you ever used an underquilt before?" He's like, "Nah, I just sleep in my Eno," and I was like, "Wow, like what kind of temperatures?" He said, "I've I've been down to like forty degrees, no underquilt." I was like, how's that? No underquilt. <laughs> yeah. It was, I was, I was going to let him use one of my underquilts because he just has an Eno. So he's like, yeah, I probably went down to like 40, 45 degrees, something like that. And I was like, how, how was it, man? He was like, it was God awful. I was like, did you, <laughs> I was like, did you shiver? I was going to say, man, how do you? <laughs> I was down to 40, no underquilt. Well, yeah, that's going to about kill you. That's terrible. I said, did you shiver? He's like. Yeah, a lot. I was like, you just wrapped oh up in your sleeping bag? 
So yeah, just wrapped up in the sleeping bag. And I was like, you just toughed it, didn't you? He's like, yeah, put on my big boy pants and toughed it. And I was like, bro, I got something perfect for you. It only got down to probably, I don't know, 45 degrees around the lake, maybe 40. And I gave him my UGQ 40 degree under quilt. And I gave him a, a 20 degree sleeping bag. Yeah. And I think that's the most comfortable, even though it's like a 10 foot Eno and he's like six yeah. foot. And I also told him to lay asymmetrical, <laughs> you know, like foot on one side, head on the other. So yeah. he slept pretty great. I used my zero degree. Whew, that was too hot. I was sweating bullets, man. Yeah. Well, I just, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm finding that I actually sleep warmer in my hammock than I do in a tent. I, I don't know how that just, I guess it's because I'm kind of cocooned in my under quilt, and my top quilt. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find myself sleeping so, so warm in that. Hey, a few people have been asking about the, uh, the chair Creek lodge. And so, uh, Here's the website if you guys want to go check that out. Uh, yeah, if you read that, you'd be like, what the heck is that? But that's actually the Cherry <laughs> Creek Lodge website. For those um, of you who are just listening, it's ccl-bsf.com. ccl-bsf.com. Yeah, it's uh, it's totally worth going to. It's it's totally worth going to. <laughs> Godex hikers just just saying Godex. <laughs> I'm just imagining. I'm just imagining this Viking looking guy like raising his his trekking poles in the air and screaming Godex at the top of his lungs right now. Godex. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Oh man, here's one. I love my hammock. Can't hardly move in the morning if I sleep on the ground. I think I'm at that point now. Maybe it's just because I'm I'm on the downward slope to 50 at this point. You know, so it's it's not as easy, believe it or not, for me to get up off the ground as it used to be no i think i think that happens to everybody though my shoulder it's always like my shoulders or hips are a little stiff but yep. could just be like i haven't found the right sleeping pad for my body yeah i think my mistake was just i i finally got a decent hammock and set up and i've just i'm happy you know yeah i'm just i'm just comfortable and i, I really enjoy it so miyagi's talking to me about a bridge hammock yeah I would definitely give that a go, but absolutely. I told him that I want one that's lighter and he doesn't have to make it. I can buy one if somebody makes one that's long enough, but I think the bridge hammock would it have to be shorter. Like, cause you, it's going to, it's a more flat lay. He showed me a trip. Bridge hammocks are shorter. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. I saw a bunch of them this weekend up at that hammock hang and none of them were all that long. They, they look like they might've been, 10 feet because i mean your sleep it's basically flat it's like a little cot. compared to a gathered end hammock so <laughs> this is great uh we got this comment that came in it says getting up to pee is the worst and the next comment is you can pee out of a hammock confirmed <laughs> so <laughs> brian hey brian brian comments on a lot of my stuff um yeah. You know, I know, Brian, getting up to pee is the worst. Yeah, that's why you got to use the pee bottle, man. If you're in the tent, pee bottle is essential. Anything with a wide mouth, pee bottle is essential. Don't let John tell you it's gross. It's not gross. It's an instant heater. That that statement right there makes it gross. That that's when I that's what I'm just like I'm not I just don't want to be warmed up by my <laughs> urine. That's just a thing for me, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'm strange on that one. I think it's okay. So. 
<laughs> and and the other thing about Brian is he's a he's a Kentucky boy. So, uh, oh, Brian is Kentucky. Yeah, he's a Kentucky boy, man. Mm. Gotta love our, our our Kentucky boys being on here. Yeah, it was embarrassing Saturday. It wasn't too great being a Kentucky boy that day. Just Are you confused, talking about football? Just a confusing loss in football. I know not everybody likes football, so I won't go into it. Uh, that's okay. If they were Ohio State fans, their their day was fantastic. So, <laughs> but that's that's most days for Ohio State fans. So, uh. gross. That's awesome. <laughs> gross with the capital G. <laughs> Maddie, Maddie says one hundred percent. You can pee out of a hammock. It's fun in winter. If you if you build a snowbank, you can write your name in it. <laughs> There has been times <laughs> that that is a Canadian thing. That's like yeah, that's a Canadian thing. We don't get many snowbanks in Kentucky. We get like yeah. snow drizzles. That's about it. But everything will be shut down for like a month. There's there is times that I've tried to uh, pee out of my hammock, and it just doesn't work. And I've actually had to legitimately get up and be cold. Most of the time, it's okay. I don't know what it is. It's like my body hates me. Well, I've learned with with my hammock um, that I'm actually able. Like, it's still a little bit warm when I get back in it after going to the bathroom. Yeah, my sleeping so, bag. I, I guess it holds heat for a good while. Yeah, I mean, it really does. Like I, this past weekend, it it didn't get super cold. I mean, it got down to like upper forties maybe at mm-hmm. night. Um, but uh, I went to go to the bathroom, got back in my hammock. It was still warm. Like it still kept all that heat in there, and that felt nice. That felt really, really nice. You know, um, you, here's a great question. Here's a great question, Jeremiah. What's it? How about them Browns? Yeah, I texted My you this five morning. Five and two Browns, man. Somehow, five and two. I thought that that was where quarterbacks go to die, but they've turned it around this season. Y'all got we, a good one. Yeah, we might be doing okay right now. We might be doing okay. Uh, let's see what else we have on here. Uh, Thanks to Justin, I switched to a Nemo Tensor. Now sleeping like a baby. I've got a Nemo Tensor. I, I did of all the pads I've used. That's definitely the one I like the most. I definitely don't like the Big Agnes pads. You know, not a fan of those. I really want to try the Nemo Tensor. Oh, and what's up, by the way, Samwise, the Kentucky Beard Bros. Oh, we're, let me see that one. Where are we at here? Blue. I'm having trouble keeping country. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there's Sam. What's up, man? I, I'm, so you make a little bit of money from YouTube every once in a while, right? So for people right. that don't know, uh, the ways that you make money are like affiliate links, sponsored videos, and, um, ads on your YouTube videos, but you only get paid like either once a month typically, or once a quarter. So, or if you manually go in and withdraw it. So I've been saving up this YouTube money forever and I keep wanting to spend it. It's not even very much, but I want to save it and buy a motorcycle. And, you know, my wife... I don't, is that, I don't think is really... that how you're going to go back? Uh, bike packing? Is that, <laughs> I, is that bike packing for you? I won't go... I don't think I'd go back, back packing on it, but if I did, it would definitely be on a motorized bike. But I know that... I don't really want to buy a motorcycle from... Bridget and mine's paycheck. So I thought this is like kind of like duty free, you know. You're putting in work on these videos and at some point reward yourself. And I yeah. keep wanting to buy this gear. So I've had the Nemo Tensor on like my list for a while to try. 
And then every time I go to buy it to spend some of that money, I think, you know what I want more than a Nemo tense or sleeping pad? A motorcycle. <laughs> so I just keep saving that money, and it may take eight years, but at some point I'll have enough saved back to buy a used motorcycle during the wintertime whenever everybody's selling them and they can't ride. And I'm going to be sitting there having a motorcycle I can't ride either, but I bought it cheaper because it's wintertime. <laughs> that's my plan hey man if that works for you that's awesome that's we'll awesome see. we'll see so, how it turns out let's see we oh hunter explained the whole uh heat thing it says the dead air that captures your body warmth stays under the down oh look at that so there it is assist. yeah hunter's pretty smart he's probably the smartest person we've ever been around so it, it's definitely not me or you it, but i yeah. would definitely say i definitely say it's hunter uh, okay, so Ben Hodges says that OBJ out for the season will hurt the Browns, and I'm actually going to this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to go on record, and if Hot I'm take. wrong, I can be I can be totally, completely, 100 uh, percent made fun of for it later. But I honestly think that Baker Mayfield will have a better season the rest of the year if he's not trying to force the ball to OBJ on every single down. Every interception he throws is trying to force the ball to, to Odell Beckham Jr. So I think OBJ being out for the rest of the season will actually help the Browns. How's that for a hot take? has nothing to do with backpacking, but. <laughs> I have no comment. I'm not a Browns fan. I did see that today, though. Get that. Do-do-do-do-do-do. OBJ yeah. injury. Yeah. So, uh. Like go next mix motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, okay, here's here's a hot take for you. Let me let me find it here real quick. Uh, hot take. Deuce of spades kind of sucks. It does really really suck when you're in somewhere that's kind of piney and it has all those roots. I do have to say. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. So then uh, Justin Outdoor says, "Have you tried the Vargo Dig Dig?" I never heard of that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. Oh wait, serrated blades are so good. Wow, that's, that sounds very that's dangerous. The dig dig apparently has serrated blades, so uh, it's almost like a chainsaw for a for a poop trowel. How about that? Yeah. So if you're if you're listening online, you're trying to figure out what the heck are we talking about right now? Uh, <laughs> the deuce of spades is a trowel that you use to uh, dig a cat hole for when you have to go to the bathroom. Uh, it's probably the most popular one out. It seems like everybody carries one of those things, um, but it's it's getting a little bit under fire because for when it gets colder and it's harder to dig in the ground, it doesn't do a great job. And uh, so Justin, who is the king of gear, by the way, which we need to get him on the show. We just need him to educate us on everything from our value to like what stuff is made out of because he knows all of it. Um, he's saying we should check out the dig dig. So I'm going to I'm gonna check that out. I'm going to check it out. I want, that, that that may make our gear list that we're going to be doing here in a few weeks. I want to share. Can I share my screen? After you I, say this, after okay. you say this, can we get, can Jeremiah? We get Jeremiah to say vestibule again? <laughs> vestibule? What about it? <laughs> what about it? Oh, that's so great. For those of you who, who are listening for the first time or you're wondering what the heck that is, um, Jeremiah loves to add an H to the word vestibule and pronounce it vestibule. And sometimes it sounds like he just gets rid of the S and the T and just puts a G, a G in there instead and just says vegetable. So, uh, that's so, racist, bro. You're prejudiced. Yeah, I know. I'm good at it though. So, uh, what do you, what do you want to share with us, Jeremiah? Well, 
I I want to leave everybody with this. Um, I'm having a lot of fun. For those of you who don't know, we've been doing this for almost a year now um, on the podcast, and I think that this is nine Mondays in a row that we have live streamed, yep. which to me is a long time. We've done it a couple months. So um, should we tell everybody the guests that we have coming up? Or Absolutely. I know next week we got Justin Sylvester coming on from It's Good in the Woods. Yeah. Uh, He's going to be on the next, the week after that is a really cool one. That, I mean, they're all really cool, but this one's kind of. That's top it, tier, baby. Kinda, yeah. Why don't you talk about this? Um, well, let me, let me click share my screen so that whenever you're ready, you can put it up. Okay. But we have uh, a, a very special guest. If you haven't heard of him, he did the triple crown in a calendar year which is pretty insane, and he wrote the book Free Outside, which I, I haven't read it, but I've been listening to it on Audible. So I got I bought the audio book, and it it's very inspiring. It makes me want to like write my own memoir once I've done something important enough to actually keep an account of. So one day that might come, but we're going to have Jeff Garmier on, and I believe that date is two weeks from today. So yes. I think it's November the uh, 9th, maybe. Mm -hmm. So we have him on, and I think we're going to do a live stream um, instead of pre-recorded. He said he's super cool with it. Um, but I just wanted to flash back. I was scrolling through my Instagram page, um, and I want to show everybody this picture. So if you're if you're watching, this picture was taken on December the 30th of last year, 2019. Yeah, that's the kitchen table in my dining room. So Yeah, that's, that's John's crazy. house, and it, it's captioned, something is happening here, hashtag backpacking podcast. This is, this, is us, our, this is us, our very, very first podcast ever recording it. Look at us recording on separate devices. Then we actually would meet up. Then COVID happened, and we're doing some things remotely right now. But I wanted to leave everybody with thank you. I appreciate everybody that's been listening to and uh, watching the live streams for the past, like we said, nine weeks now. We're going to do at least a few more. Um, I think John and I have talked about closing season two and seeing uh, seeing what season three has to offer. What do you think, yeah. John? I think it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, we're going to be, we'll do a few more episodes in November. We got a big one coming up with Ben McMillan. They're going to be, we're going to get to uh, make a big announcement for Hilltop Packs uh, in one of our episodes. So we're kind of excited about that. And uh, we'll probably be talking a little bit about some, some good gear ideas for your friends and family for Christmas this year. If you're looking for Christmas presents, uh, we may be looking at that, uh, that trial that they were talking about in that. Yeah. Um, but uh, it has been an interesting first year. <laughs> I think Man, this podcast has done more than we thought it would, Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah, it's been a pleasure. And not that we're going anywhere, but I mean, we are tonight because I'm about to go to sleep. But <laughs> if, you, if you've only been checking out the live streams, I highly urge you, if you think that this is entertaining, go on whatever platform that you listen to podcasts on and check out the episodes that we've recorded because... It's just us. Those of you who have enjoyed us just sitting here for the last 35 minutes 
and just uh, talking and hanging out and having fun and talking about whatever we want, whether it's gear or trips or people or experiences. This is what it is. Yeah, this is the podcast. Um, and another thing I love about this podcast is is how this podcast has been used to kind of help other people out. Uh, Odin on the Trail said Dan Becker just shared my video. Um, <laughs> that how is one of the, awesome. That is one of the coolest things ever. And so uh, the chance that we get to just kind of be a part of this community, I think that's I think when we talked about doing this, I brought it up to Jeremiah. I think in maybe October of last year, I think we'd gone on that hammock hang and we got back and I was like, man, what do you think about doing a podcast? And you looked at me and said, sounds like a lot of work. I don't want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the conversation. And then you came back to me a month later and you're like, you know, maybe we should give this thing a try. And, uh, and we just kind of got together and a funny story about that very first podcast. Um, it was almost a complete failure. It almost never got released and we almost gave up on it way early in the game because uh, the way we recorded it, when I got the audio file from Jeremiah, um, it was out of sync. Like somehow the timing on the audio file was off. And so when we put our two audio files together, it didn't work. And so I had to like figure out how to stretch the audio from Jeremiah's to fit with the audio on my computer. We finally got it to work and that was our first podcast. And, uh, I think we have a better system now than we did back then. <laughs> yeah. But it's definitely been a big learning experience and we've had a lot of fun with it. So uh like Jeremiah said, thanks to everybody who's been tuning in. Uh literally, you guys make this so much fun. These these live streams have been a blast. Yeah, You're something to look forward to on Monday. Yep. So next week we'll be back here with Justin Sylvester from It's Good in the Woods. And I'm I'm gonna tell you this in advance. He has a story about how he met his wife. That is unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. So make sure you're tuned in next week because uh, he has an incredible story and he is hardcore when it comes to being in the outdoors. I mean, he, he does it all. He's a homesteader. He's a bushcrafter. He's a backpacker and he's also a guide. So uh, this guy has done a lot. And so it's going to be fun talking to him next week. So Jeremiah, you got anything else you want to say before we uh, sign out for the night? Uh, much love folks. Thanks for being here. Yes, sir. And, uh, we will see you guys next week. Adios.